Welcome to Gripping Business Tales Australia, the podcast designed to help Australian businesses overcome the regular and real challenges of being a success. Now, here's your host, Murray Smith. Your VA is all about growth, collaboration, leadership and success. Founded over 20 years ago by Justine Parsons, Your VA has ridden the highs and lows of the business world. Along the way, Justine has been open to change and curious about the future. That has led her to implement EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System, into Your VA to help her and her team navigate challenging events while scaling the business. Justine Parsons, welcome to Gripping Business Tales. Thank you, Murray. It's great to have you on. We're going to talk about your business in a very short period of time and we're going to get stuck into all the great things and understand how you started and what you're doing now. Uh, As we always do in Gripping Business Tales, two questions we always like to start with. One is, uh, if you could talk about one personal success and, uh, and then the second one is about one professional success you've had recently. Okay, oh, that's an easy way to start. Um, <laughs> a personal success for me um, is definitely not working weekends anymore and not feeling guilty about it. Yeah. Um, so I clear emails Sunday night, but that's it. And having that break makes such a difference in the new week, not to mention my relationship with my husband. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, a professional success. It didn't happen in the last 90 days, but a light bulb moment for me um, has been a result of our vision building day that we did with Deborah. So in finalizing our accountability chart, I could visualize for the first time our business as an organization. So not me plus a team of contractors. Um, I had that moment where I saw scale was going to be possible. and what that meant for all the players in the business. Um, so that was like pulling on your big girl pants. <laughs> well, I think at some point uh, we all have to do that. And uh, it's uh, good to, to make that reflection yourself, Justine. So well done on, on you for, for, for doing that. Now, we've, we've spoken a little bit about, about you and your successes, both personally and professionally. Maybe we should tell the audience a bit about your business. Exactly what do you do and, and, and what is it? Okay. Um, so I own your virtual assistant. We're a team of virtual assistants and online business managers um, who've been in business since 1998. And mm-hmm. we help business owners and their teams spend more time in their zone of genius. So helping them to work on the tasks and the projects that they love doing. Yeah. Um, and by outsourcing to our team, they can scale with flexibility, um, which has been key in the last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Certainty and uncertain times. Yeah. Uh, so working with Deborah as our implementer, we're able to ideal, identify our target market as ambitious entrepreneurs and their teams around the world who are committed to a partnership, who share our core values and understand they need our help to achieve our goals. Mm. And that sounds quite um, like I'm reading it. I am because a lot of work went into that. Yeah, good on you. 
Well, um, you know, you've got to keep saying it uh, to, yeah. to get it in there. So that's that's fine, Justine. It's uh, it's good that you're making the effort to actually do that. The discipline of of what you wrote, and this is where some businesses struggle. They write stuff down. They go, "Yeah, that's awesome," and then they never refer to it again. You've got to develop the discipline of referring to it, and that's great to see that you're doing that. I just wanted to take you back a few steps with um, your virtual assistant. Now, this has been going for 22 years, essentially. Yes. And and what, if I take you back to the start, what was it that is, why did you want to start your virtual assistant? I had our daughter and I'd had a stay-at-home mum and I wanted to do the same for my daughter. Yeah. And it didn't work that way. The first few years I had part-time work and as I built up the business. Um, And then about 10 years ago, I moved away from just being me to growing a team. Um, So my earning capacity wasn't directly related to my availability. Um, And doing that also meant that we could move away from that um, master of all trades, Jack of, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So that's been brilliant. Um, we've been able to bring on. We've got 26, 27 contractors at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all New Zealand based, and yeah. they all work entirely from home. Yeah. And yeah, they they all love what they're doing. It fits with their lifestyles, and they get that sense of achievement by changing our clients lives yeah now in terms of the realization you had that in about 10 years ago when you thought i should grow this business what what drove you to that sort of what what was the epiphany if you like that said oh i'm fed up of working by myself i'm gonna i'm gonna Um, scale this i burnt out and i reached out and started working with a mentor i had this thought in my mind um, that only I could support my clients right. the way they needed to be supported. Yeah. And I think she said to me, um, she said, Justine, do you think the CEO of Telecom deals with every single one of their clients? Mm. Um, so she said, why should you? Um, yeah. They deserve, they can actually get a better level of service if you expand your team. Yeah. And so you expanded your team and you, and you grew it over the, the following 10 years and you got to where you got to. Um, and, and then you got, you've you mentioned, Deborah, a couple of times, your EOS implementer. What is it that attracted you to get Deborah to help you or, or what was it about EOS that you thought, oh, hang on, I I think this might, might help me be better at what I do? We, we had a client approach us last year or the no the year before late 2019 um who had been working through the eos books and online resources and was looking for um an integrator and through the course of that i did my research and thought wow this is great i read get a grip and thought oh this is really great yeah (laughs) and so i went through the online tools um and spent hours doing them got really excited and then life got in the way again and client work and it sat gathering dust then 
a couple of months later, I mentioned EOS in a newsletter and Deborah reached out to me and said, oh, I saw you looking at EOS. Um, did you know that I've been accredited? I was like, wow, because I've known Deborah for years. She was a client years ago. Right. Um, so I already respected her and trusted her. And I was, she'd asked me if I had any clients that would be a good fit. Yeah, and I right. did, but I was like, oh, if you're looking for clients, do you think you could help us? Uh, so yeah that led us to working together i pretty yeah. much begged her to take us on yeah right <laughs> fantastic and it's interesting in in that story you just told you said oh life got in the way and, and business started you know and you went back to you know running your business um do you think it's reasonable to say that's what happens to a lot of small small to medium enterprises is they they tend to think that i've got to deal with the now rather than deal with deal with the whole picture and 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 how much effort did it take you to pull away from that to actually say no I've really got to commit to working on it rather than in it not much effort once I had the that accountability factor yeah as, you know as an owner of a business you aren't accountable to anyone yep so having Deborah checking in with me, you know, and us, the other girls on the leadership team and saying, how are you going with this? Are you ready for me to yes. sit in on a level 10 meeting? Yeah. We've got a focus day coming up. Are you ready? Yeah. It's it kept the momentum going and I don't want to let her down. So I did my homework. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so how long have you been using AOS for now? Since about, we had our focus day in April last year. Yeah. Um, COVID hit and yeah. I did, yeah, COVID yeah. hit in March and I said to Deborah, oh, look, we've got a lot going on. I'm not sure what the future holds, how yeah. we'll be affected. Can we postpone this? Yeah. And thank God she didn't let me. She said now is more important than ever yeah. that you bring on the system and set yourself up. So no matter what the future holds, you're prepared. Yeah. And you, and so what did you learn out of that? Like in terms of you, um, you know, you were you were sort of wavering there for a moment and, and Deborah said, no, no, you, this, this is the time you really need to do it. And what did you get out of that quarterly? What did you get out of that session that, that you went, you know what, there's no way I could have done this without it? Oh, so much. Um, just in getting back to basics, we'd, I'd gone to Deborah because we'd hit the ceiling. Our revenue had plateaued yeah. off in 2019 for the first time. I'd lost my passion, you know, been doing it for years. I was a bit. Um, so, in getting back to basics, working through with her on the EOS tools, why we do what we do, how we do it, who yeah. we work with, um, who we serve. That was, it brought so much passion back and it set us on the right track yeah, right. and it simplified things. Yeah, okay. So what was complex before you, what was really complex for you and how did it simplify it, if you like? Was it, was it relationships or was it just how to move, navigate around the business? Probably navigating, not so much relationships, although getting back to identifying what our core values are Mm. who we want to work with um, and who we want to work for, that simplified things and it's not this hard. Yeah. 
Um, these are the pain points of the clients that we want to serve the most. Um, yep. This is how we solve them. That helped focus us. So while everyone's got all these ideas in our head, yeah. we were able to go through, cross off what wasn't relevant mm. um, and really focus on the best way forward. Yeah. So you've, you've been doing it since April of last year. What's the biggest changes you've seen in, in your business? Oh, there's, there's been so many. So it's not just me on the leadership team now. Um, there's three of us and we're looking for an integrator so I can move to being full-time visionary. Yeah. Which is so exciting. I bet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bringing the team on board. Yeah. It's probably been our biggest challenge and biggest win. Yeah. Um, so the older contractors are a bit like, why should we change? I'm quite happy doing what I've always done. Yeah. Uh, and they're not seeing the value, whereas the new ones that have come in in the last couple of years are really appreciating the weekly team meetings, um, the systems that we're rolling out, making sure they're followed by all, um, and bringing them in on what we're doing coming up and yeah. why we're doing it. Yeah. And um, so probably the team dynamic has been yeah. the biggest shift. So... Uh, whilst the EOS has done a lot for you, so one of the things it does is flush out issues. And before you started, you you you, you made the comments about um, uh, before you started EOS, you know, you were hitting the ceiling, you were losing your passion and so forth. And now you've got a lot of that back and you're starting to break through. So what are the challenges you're now facing at, at your virtual assistant that, that you weren't facing before you implemented EOS? Um, like I said, team opt-in. Yeah, yeah. Um, with EOS, I, and in 2019, I'd, we were busy running around the hamster wheel. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't communicating with the team as a whole. It was all one-to-one, -one, not one-to-one. Right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so that's been the biggest challenge, just trying to get everyone excited and, like you say, telling them what our core values are seven times so they know yeah. what they are and yeah. bringing that yeah. into our onboarding processes. Yeah. Um, finding the right integrator to join our team is another yeah. challenge. Yeah, okay. Um, and for us as VAs and in that um, time on task kind of model mm. where it's all about your billable time, our challenge moving forward is moving away from that to a more products-based service. Mm, yeah. Um, so rather than, uh, you know, tracking your time, I'm spending two minutes here, two minutes there. Yeah. It's like, okay, we can look after all your emails, your calendar, your appointments for you. It's going to cost you this a month. Yeah. Moving to that. So more outcomes focus. Yeah, sure. That sounds like a great idea. Now, um, in terms of, you mentioned very early on in, in our discussions, the concept of not working on the weekends and, and not feeling guilty about it. I'm sure that our audience, as a lot of the business owners that listen, do feel guilty about it in, in terms of, you know, um, uh, so when, when they don't work on weekends, I think, oh, gee, I should really be doing something. This is when I'm meant to be catching up or this is when I'm meant to be doing whatever. And so, and you mentioned you've broken the shackles of that. Um, and 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 two questions is a how do you feel about that and b um, what do you think was the biggest part in in making that happen? 
that I had trouble in my relationship with my family, with my yeah. husband and my daughter, because I was working all yeah, available right. time. So yeah. I had to relook at what was important. Yeah. Um, I asked, we have a team meeting each week, and I asked my team this morning, what's one mistake you made in 2020 that you're not right. going to make this year? And 80% of them was not prioritizing themselves and not yeah. taking time out for themselves guilt-free. Yeah. Um, so like you say, it's something we all struggle with and you have to be really mindful. Yeah. And if you don't look after yourself, you can't look after others. Yeah, yeah it's a really good point. And it's, it's a one, one well made. I just wanted to talk more a little bit about your business as it is now. Now you've kind of sold it a little bit short in my view. I mean, you're also so in terms of you do the virtual assistant stuff, but you do marketing, you do bookkeeping, you do graphic design, you do event management, you do uh, business manager type uh, all virtually for, for clients across New Zealand and, and other, and other locations as well. Um, so when you develop this sort of diverse range of, of offerings, if you like, how did you know when enough was enough? Like that you had the bandwidth that you didn't, if, if you went further than that, it would start to get messy. How did you work that out? Based on the core set of needs from our ideal clients over the years. Yeah, right, okay. Um, so, and yeah, so we have Lisa who does graphic design. We have mm -hmm. Steph that does WordPress. Um, we've got a couple of ladies that do social media. Yeah. So it's also targeting those skills as we're recruiting contractors. Yes. Um, but in order to meet the needs of clients. Okay. Um, where we don't have the need as an agency, we will outsource and yeah, project okay. manage that for the client. Yeah, that's really interesting. I'd like to sort of understand a bit more about, um, uh, so for the last nine or 10 months, most of the world has been working virtually. <laughs> and here we are with with your business um well it's been going for some time how did you have to adapt much in that space in terms of of what what you were offering or was it or, or was it the case of oh finally the world's turned on to this concept <laughs> um no i we didn't have if we adapted in any way it was through being more present with our clients and the team because of the mindset of 2020 mm. and mm. the struggles that people have gone through. Yeah. Um, so it was just about listening more, making sure that you're available, but in terms of services that didn't change. Yeah, right. That's really interesting. I'd like to take you to a question outside of EOS for a moment. So if, uh, Outside of what you've learned through EOS and what you're doing in EOS, what do you? What would be the one big takeaway you'd give to other business owners about how to uh, uh, that you've learned over the years that you could share? There's two things I've thought about this, <laughs> um, and I've touched on both. Um, so the first one is every business owner needs someone they're accountable to, whether that be an implementer, someone on their leadership team, a coach, or a mentor. Yeah. Um, it helps keep you focused, it helps keep you moving forward, and yeah. it gives you that support that can be yeah. missing. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is to, for everyone, whether you're running a business or working in a business, to find your own unique, um, and we call it your zone of genius. So yeah. 
find out what gets you jumping out of bed in the morning um, and then anything outside of that, delegate or outsource or give to another member of your team so that if you just imagine if you had a team each working in their individual zones of genius, mm. what would be achieved and yeah. how happy everyone would be. You know, if you weren't having to do your admin or things like that, you were yeah. just working on podcasts and you were yeah. what you do. Yeah. So yeah. take away the noise. That's fantastic advice. Um, so if someone wanted to get in touch with you, Justine, thinking, gee whiz, there's lots of services there that I could use in my business, how would they do that? How would they get in touch with uh, your virtual assistant? By going to our website, uh, yourva.co.nz or emailing me, justine at yourva.co.nz. Fantastic. Well, Justine, I'd like to say thank you very much for coming on to Gripping Business Tales. You've, you've dropped some big nuggets there in terms of uh, for people to take away and, and, and learn from your experience over the last 22 odd years of, of running a business and successfully, I might add. And here's to 2021 and let's hope it's a, a, a great year for your business. Oh, and for you. And thank you for having me on. And I really enjoy your episode. So it was a bit of a um, bit nervous coming on. So oh, thank you, Murray. No problem at all. Good to talk. You too. Be well. Thanks for listening to another great episode of Gripping Business Tales. Please remember to subscribe and to rate the podcast. And to start your EOS journey, contact me at grip6.com.au and I look forward to helping you get what you want from your business. Thank you.